Action Park Media. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. Kevin Connolly sitting in again for Kevin Dillon. What a job this guy has, huh? I mean, he has the gig of a lifetime, huh? So he's in Georgia. Is that where he is? He's making a movie with Frank Grillo and Bruce Willis. But he's not in Georgia. No? I think oh, in, Jackson, Mississippi. He's in Sorry. Jackson, Mississippi. Well, a big big difference. Yeah, no, it is a big difference. Either way, I I don't hear from him, so it doesn't matter where he is. He could be on fucking Mars. I don't know where he is. I thought it was a, a shorter shoot. I mean, was he shooting Titanic? I don't know what this guy's up to. He, but, he's tough to get info out of. But didn't you give him a microphone? I sent him with a full microphone package. So can he be here virtually? Everyone I know is doing podcasts where they Zoom. Well, that's the other thing, too. You and I, we're animals. We'll do this podcast whenever. I understand that he's working, but he could jump on a Zoom with us for whatever, at night. We could record it in the middle of the night. I don't care. You're up. I'm up. What? I'm not working? <laughs> You're not working? Anyway, so anyway, for anyone who doesn't know that, Kevin Dillon and I almost had a fist fight over the line, what? I'm not working. I didn't like how he was saying it. It was, I don't even know Different what interpretations, interpretations. Uh, of the lines. About, yeah. All about interpretations. So, but anyway, um, it's weird because I've been in this office for uh, 20 minutes now. You haven't, you haven't said anything to me. Why well, can't see your hair? How's the hair? I I'm wanted talk- to ask, how's the hair? I'm not talking about the hair, bro. Jesus How is Christ. the hair? How long do I know you? Many years. Forget the hair. Do you know what today is? I mean, is this a, is a, tr- is this a trick question? This is, you know, uh, just so everyone is out there, I know this is what happens. You get older. You got your own life. Connolly's got a baby on the way. There are more important things than one of his closest friends and co-worker <laughs> having a birthday. But it's my fucking birthday. <laughs> I mean, of that's course funny. it's your birthday. You what don't think this? I knew it was your birthday? Well, I'll tell you, I didn't think I know because I woke up this morning. And you know what the first thing I did? What? I went to your Instagram hoping that maybe... There'd be a post. Like a what? Like a, like a collage? Like, you know. Like a, a pic? You want, you want me to pick stitch something for Why your birthday? Not? Absolutely I feel like, not. I feel I, like you've done that for Jerry. I've not ever done a pick stitch for anybody. Yeah. I just, I'm not a pick stitch guy. But I knew it was your birthday. I got you a present. You got me a present? <laughs> <laughs> what kind I of got present? you the same present you got me, bro. Nothing. No, well, I did got... you get me? Because what I, you know what I wanted? I wanted Adrian on the podcast. Did you, did you I, make that happen? I, no, oh. I didn't. I, I I didn't get that, but I did. I did get you an entourage cast member for really? the uh, for for the for your birthday. Yeah. I feel like we've had everybody but Adrian. Well, it's, it's weird because he's uh, our other co-host. But Ke- listen, I'm confused. You got him to Zoom. No, look, there's only one way to reach Kevin Dillon, and that's money. <laughs> and money talks to Kevin Dillon. <laughs> you so paid him to I, Zoom. We did a cameo now. You bought a Kevin Dillon. <laughs> you lied. I swear to God. You bought a Kevin Dillon cameo. I bought a Kevin Dillon cameo through Stock Tip Dave's account. Okay. So um, I don't think he, <laughs> he knows that it's for you. I don't know. I, I'm I'm pretty sure you're being funny. Right I now. swear to God. I mean, we'll play. It. We'll play it right now. We'll, we'll uh, obviously use this as the social clip too because the video is good. Let's uh, let's run the audio. Yo, Doug. What's up, bro? It's Johnny Drama here. Your partner, Kevin, wanted me to wish you a happy 53rd birthday. He also wants to say good luck with the podcast. And, uh, by the way, try and avoid any Jess Mancini type of situation for your birthday dinner tonight. Who's to you, dog? Have a great birthday, brother. Victory! I mean... (laughs) Wow. Couple thoughts. I have, well, first thing I got to say is it's a, it's a really nice gift. That was, I mean, that's cost money. What, yeah, what it, was, it cost $367 is what it cost. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. And also too, I love Kevin and I can get Kevin to do anything. 
But I'm unsatisfied with my cameo video. I mean, you know, which is why I'm wondering. I know he's working. Maybe he didn't put it together. Is that possible? Put together. That th- that it was me doing it for you. I mean, he says oh, well, that's, Kevin and Oh, Doug. it's weird. I'm trying to catch up right now because it's the first time hearing of it. it. A part of me thought, like, does he know he's talking to me? I don't think he does for a couple of reasons. It was felt kind of short and sort of underwhelming. And you would have thought that he would have texted nothing. We requested it on so the cameo from Stock Tip Dave, and that came through. Wow. Well, one thing I do know on. <laughs> On Cameo, you can, like, uh, complain or well, request a redo. Rate, or you can rate it. Well, let's not give him a bad rating. Well, we know what happens there, rating, but maybe we... Is there a redo button? Like, we can make him work more? We could. I, you know what? Honestly, two things. That's my first uh, Cameo experience. I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed. I want to say, Happy I was birthday. actually... I was, are, you, are you moved to emotion by my birthday? I was a little moved to emotion, but now I'm feeling kind of what you're saying. Not underwhelmed about his performance. I thought he was excellent. But I'm, I don't think he knew it was for me. That's my point. Yeah. I don't know if it was the Stock Tip Dave account thing, yeah. but it just felt super impersonal. And you would have thought that he would have texted and said, oh, hey. Yeah, well, that. that's the other thing I'm thinking no right now. No response. Is- the only contact we've had with Kevin Dillon is through Cameo. How is that possible? Yeah, I'm, I'm on another thing because I'm a narcissist, but I'm like, it's my birthday. I don't right. think Dylan knows it's my birthday either. So I don't think he knows we have a podcast because he said good luck with the podcast <laughs> as if he was you and your partner, Kevin. But I also don't think he knows it's his birthday. So I'm guessing... I'm not getting a collage on the Dylan Instagram page either. By the way, he's not. He, we can't get him. I text him and it went green. Oh, so he's like in the woods. The text messaging went green. And then we got the cameo and they turned the cameo around pretty let's, quick. But. but somehow the cameo, this cameo thing is interesting to me, by the way, because uh, they send me messages like, do you want to be on cameo? And I'm like, What's yeah. your target price so- for cameo? For what, me, what would you charge? Listen, the reason I didn't do it is I didn't want to be humiliated. Like, like a that no one would purchase it, but b then like my price point would be what a dollar. I mean, how much? What, Fifty bucks for you? I, I can't bucks. even imagine. But why aren't you on it? Similar reasons to you. There's uh, not ego. similar. You're a famous Golden Globe Emmy yeah, nominated actor. But I don't know. My feelings would get hurt if I got them, and if I didn't get, them. it's a no win situation. Either right. way, I just feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna hate it. I, also, too, there would be pressure because if I got them, I would want to do them. Yeah. Right. So I. But I think Kevin does pretty well. I mean, he he cranks him out. He really well, does. When did you order that? And when did you get it? Uh, ordered it last night. Came in this morning. Wow. But but he didn't respond to the text message. So I'm guessing. I don't know how. I mean, he didn't wink or nod or anything. Right. I don't know. So, so I'm we'll just see. trying to figure out because we've you know all of us have had some significant my birthdays together. One, he you broke two, his arm. He on broke my his bro- arm. He broke his arm on my birthday where you called me and told me the show's canceled and my career's over. And then we did you two, you two, which was monumental. Then we had the best party ever, the Jeff Ross party. Yeah, Jeff Ross, who's going to come on next week. We thought. We had him this week, but he's <laughs> so doing a funny. movie. I always, I, what do I always tell you? I'm like, never tease the next week. I know it's, it's, and theoretically, it's fun to do, yeah. but teasing the next week's guest, it, it blows up in our face. You we don't what? have Jeff Ross this week. We have no one this week. Can I talk about that right Let's now? Let's talk about it. All right. So we have, uh, just so we're clear, everybody, not we, to toot our own horn. We have a hit podcast, yeah. like a big hit podcast now. Right. And I feel good saying that because when we started doing this, we, did. we had zero, well, we didn't, right. but we had zero expectations and we've just had fun and it's working. And I appreciate all of you. Just a little aside to some of the people who are sending me nasty messages is that we're not talking episodes all the time. I didn't agree to talk episodes all the time. I don't want to talk episodes all the time. Connolly will get mad at me, but don't fucking listen if you don't like it. Right. I don't want to talk about episodes all the time. I want right. to talk about whatever and, I want to talk about. And also, too, the other thing is we're going to talk about episodes. But for example, um, you know, One Day in the Valley, we can't do one day. We can't cover the episode One Day in the Valley without Kevin Dillon. 
I mean, there are other episodes, but we can't do that one without him. So until he gets back from his movie, we got to get some guests. What I need to talk to you about is about I need you to come up with some cash and we got to find someone who can actually produce and do this stuff because I'm waking up at four in the morning going, I don't have a guest. I'm texting Jeff Garland from Curb, who's in. I don't know when, but he's in. Autumn Reeser, who is on the show and is awesome, also on the OC she's and a million other things. theoretically going to be on this week. I don't want to tease that, Kevin, right, but tease that. she's coming. She's okay, coming. Autumn Reeser. Yeah, and Jeff Ross question. is coming, but we don't have a conference firm for the time it's hard to confirm it's funny i was listening to uh sterling sterling sharp uh, on undisputed and he was saying about his podcast he's like yo the best way to get podcast guests are dming them yeah you know well, but that's what i don't like to do i don't like to harass people and i don't like to ask you want to like you want a producer on behalf of victory the podcast yeah. to be dming people the way uh like spitting chiclets on, on right. barstool mike granelli is like the producer because like right now I put myself out there, and it's just like the cameo thing. You start to feel humiliated. Melinda Clark, who I absolutely adore. She was on the show for only a few episodes. She's from the OC. She's fucking genius. She's great. And she's doing a podcast with Rachel Bilson. So I thought, oh, great. the OC, right? Yeah. Cross promotion. You do us. We do, Yeah, I thought it was a good thing for everybody. I called the the manager agent. He doesn't even call me back. I I know, by the way, at insult to injury, I called. I didn't email. I yeah. called the manager and no response. And then so also, then say? you start to get mad. Well, you start to take it. It's hard to not take personal, right? Yeah. So anybody out there, because, you know, I had my friend Wes Burroughs. He got me into the podcast business beside you. He emailed How, wh- who? What are you my, talking about? My friend Wes, who's just like, uh, he sells medical devices and is like world top world pickleball player. I mean, not top, but he's, he's getting up there. But anyway, he emailed, pardon my take, Seven oh, months that's the ago. Guy, the guy you unpardoned my yeah, take. he's just, but he doesn't know them. He just emailed them and say, hey, why don't you put Doug Allen and Kevin Dillon on Pardon My Take? And they did it, which was amazing and, and you know, good for us, which now they got to put Kevin Dillon on because that would be huge for us. So anyway, we're big fans of Pardon My Take and uh, Kevin Dillon would love to do the show. So let's talk about other things since we're just in the uh, in the mean thing. I just got to like get into, What's I know you think Somebody I'm hurt sensitive. Your feelings. Well, it's you're, not even hurt my sensitive. feelings. They, they, well, two things happen now. Now that we're kind of working, they, they hurt my feelings and they piss me off at the same time. But I don't want to be pissed off by psychopathic lunatics. So, I, I mean, I posted about this lunatic, but just let me. All right. Well, let's talk about what, how this starts. So I wake up minding my own business. I know my birthday's coming up. I know Connolly and Dylan aren't going to. Well, Connolly, you did deliver. I'm sorry. But I mean, Kevin I, Dylan I, I forgot it. I got you a $367 present. <laughs> I, I like it. So anyway, I wake up to a DM that says, stop repeating the word is in fucking sentences on the podcast. You're annoying the living fuck out of me. You say the thing is, is that we were filming on. Stop fucking saying is twice in sentences. You prick. If it continues, I'm going to destroy you in a review on iTunes and anywhere else available. Now, You could look at this two ways. One, okay, what a moron. Two, what a lunatic. But after, anyway, let me, I got to say one thing. You've exposed your weaknesses. In response to this guy, I got to say a couple things. Of course, I just started doing this. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm working my best. But also, just to him, is, 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 you fucking cocksucker. You sent me the screenshots, but what is the is, like, what is the double is, is, like, what, what? I don't know. Can you give me an example of what he's No, I can't give you an example, but he's in my head, and I don't, like, I don't want to say the word is. But what other words does he not want me to say? And, you, too? I don't know. But anyway, I'm doing the best I can. I'm going to keep it as simple as I can. But the reason... 
you go from, okay, is it just a stupid asshole? And then you're saying he puts your girlfriend's name in his profile? Yeah. It's as well I as Zulai very attractive or something like that, which is... Well, that's a compliment. It's a compliment, it's a weird, but, but, but you're on uh, thin ice. You know, that's, uh, you're on shaky territory. He also texted me, push-ups aren't going to save me. So you're going Ooh. like, okay, we're talking a threat now. And again, listen, I'm 53 years old today. Today. So, number one, I'm not really that interested in having, like, a physical confrontation with whoever this loser is. But, you know, my house isn't the real house you want to show up at with a problem. I mean, I'll just leave it at that, okay? Right. There's a couple of German shepherds, several several legal, purchased legally weapons, and uh, I got a a son and a girlfriend who are crack marksmen. I would not want to open the door at my house. Just alone, just the dog alone. Right. Yeah. I mean, you're heavily, heavily fortified. But anyway, the reason this was stressful is because two days before that, we're sitting here in the podcast. No, that was that was crazy. Man. Some giant guy just walks in, says Doug and Kevin. And we go, yeah, what's up? And he goes, looks at me like real weird. Listen, man, I, I, I know a, I know a, a quasi threat when I see it. And that's what that I don't know. Based on what? Maybe one of your one of your guys well, that he you said, have social media. What he said was, uh, "I'm looking for Doug or Kevin." Yeah, and I go, "Yeah, okay." And he goes, "I know Mark." And I go, "Mark who?" Because I had no idea who he was talking about. He goes, "Wahlberg." I go, "Oh, okay." So what's up? And he goes, "You don't know me." And I go, "No." And he goes, "Oh, okay, okay. You don't know me." And he walks out, and and everybody in the office was like, "By the way, I was rattled. Yeah. I, I was rattled for two days because a." You know, people know where we are, obviously, right? Yeah. People show up, people send stuff. But that guy, you know, that has not ever happened. Even like we joke around about the, the friendly neighborhood bookie. The friendly neighborhood bookies is the friendly neighborhood bookie. He's a nice guy. This guy, man, I don't know. Anybody that was here will tell you. Do you think we pop him up on a, on a social clip right now? Because I got his picture. Probably not, right? <sighs> you can put him on your social media <laughs> along with my birthday collage. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I just, you know, the bottom line is things are working and that's good. And, and that every- was weird, though, man. That, that made me uncomfortable. But everybody out there, keep, keep spreading the word. And again, this episode now, we thought Dylan was going to be here we thought we had several guests we don't so we're we just, don't have any guests we're gonna we're gonna just bullshit but, uh, well, i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to dial up the 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 guest the guest booking thing but it's the same thing too doug do you what do you do do you you, you go to the dm do you start with uh you know you the, you know they say it's good to start with the representatives like you want to do the right thing so we reached out to the manager and the agent and we dm them directly like what at a certain point maybe they just don't want to do the podcast yeah, I don't think they're getting the message. I, you know, I mean, the thing is, like, I see these guys doing podcasts. You know, my boy Eddie Mata. You see him? I mean, he's got six hundred followers, and he's bringing giant people on his podcast because he's he got. Ver- is he verified? He's not verified, I don't think, but he's got balls, and he he just will reach out to people, and they say yes. So we need someone to reach out because I don't like to do it. But even because I get, you know, just like you with cameo, I get upset. So. People keep asking me because the social media people posted something that was really funny. This, About this what? cat being shoved into a box and like trying to kill everybody. And they said it was Dylan and Doug trying to get Adrian on the podcast. And then it brings up a bunch of people asking me again, what's Adrian's problem with you guys? Now I'm getting to the point where maybe there is a problem with me, with you. I have no idea. So not I just, it ain't me. So you think it's me? What did I do? I, I'm not. I'm not. I think. I think it's what. Uh, what maybe? What? What you? I? What? What we represent? What do we not represent? On, I'm a nice guy. It's we're not on brand. Is with it what, the is? Is that I say is too much? We're not on brand with what he's doing. Is is my guess? I don't know. what he, charitable- asked, he asked us to back off, and we backed off. I don't know if we backed off, but I don't. I don't. I don't like the backing off. But I just want to say to everybody who's asking, what is the problem? See, I said what is. How else would I say that sentence? What may be the problem with Adrian? I, I don't think. 
I, I think that I think that was a bit gone wrong with that guy. As far as I know, there is absolutely no problem with Adrian and I. And what I started to feel like is because sometimes you're not aware of something you may have done. So maybe I did do something, but it's like an ex-girlfriend that you thought the relationship ended well. And I had one once upon a time who was a great relationship. I thought we ended and everything was good. I saw her years later at a restaurant. I was excited to go up. And as I approached, I got the middle finger from her table and I looked over my shoulder like, is that? Directed towards Could me. Could she be talking to me? And she was. She was. So maybe Adrian's giving me the middle finger. But either way, it was my birthday, Grenier. And I expect a collage on your Instagram today. It says happy birthday, Doug. And thank you for everything that you <laughs> attempted to do for me. I'm a charitable guy, by the way. It's not like I'm, uh, I'm I not. I agree. So. I, I, think, I think we forced his hand and made him uncomfortable. That's what I think. And I think, you know, people love Adrian and they want to hear him on the podcast. And they understand it the same way that you don't understand it. So they're blowing him up about it. And I'm sure it's annoying that, what you know, for him, I know we've talked about this a little bit, but, you know, he makes a post about the Lonely Well and all of his uh, comments are about Victory the Podcast. So maybe he feels like we're interrupting his message when in reality, if he just did the podcast... That would probably stop. I right? mean, Andrew Whitworth came in, talked about his charitable work, which is considerable and amazing. And, you know, big, uh, big charity work. for that. You know, I, I don't know. Obviously, people hear about that and you spread the word. Matt Damon came on Entourage because we were willing to do promote his charity. Yeah. Promote his charity, which was a great charity. And everybody won. So I would like to invite you on, Adrian. It is my birthday. If I've done something wrong, I apologize. I'm not going to do community service that you demand I do. In fact, I'm not going to do anything except for say, I will treat you with the utmost respect and everybody would love to have you on. So that's are you it. wearing a Murphy Lavin? I'm wearing a Oh, I can't believe you spotted that. That's from the Murphy Group. The Look Murphy at you. Group. We'll Look talk you. about that when we return from the break. Welcome back, Victory the Podcast. Unstructured, unfiltered, <laughs> lost episode. I no, mean, yeah, uh, listen, no, look, we 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 lost our guest. We had some stuff lined up. We lost the guest. That's fine. It's my um, birthday. Yeah, I don't give birthday. a shit. All right. Well, there's a couple things that I wanted to talk about coming okay. out of the break. You know, the other day, last episode, first of all. Again, no pun intended. Hats off to you. Oh, go. No, no, I swear to God. I, I, I think it's great that you did that because I feel like there's certainly um, the response from people. You, you made some people feel good and it's okay. To- yeah. what, what I can tell you is the response. I'm serious. Worldwide messages from both men and women who are dealing with this kind of insecure situation. Right. And again, I, I, I wasn't trying to. You know, uh, beyond some soapbox. Or no, whatever, but, but yeah. it's it's you know, it is it is something that makes you feel insecure. And there's really no reason. Again, financially, you have to figure out if that's something you want to do. But I hear you go to Turkey, you get a four star hotel and they do great work. Now, don't anyone go to Turkey and then and tell me I fucked your head up. Right, but, exactly. but look into it and feel good about yourself, because I think that's what we're all uh, trying to do. I knew you had the procedure. You wanted to come in. Now, I wasn't sure. I You sent me that one picture that you that you posted of your head wrapped up. You look banged up. I didn't think you were going to come into the studio. You came in. Yeah. And the way it works, everybody, is, you know, we do our pre our pre part of the podcast where we do like, you know, 20, 25 minutes and then we bring on our guest. So we did that first part and everything was fine. And then when Jim Miller came in, you know, I'm sitting across from you, dude. I, I, I know you a long time. I knew I knew that something wasn't right. I, you just, I didn't hear the final cut. Did you leave that in? 
Because no, I, no, I thought I was having a stroke at one point. You, well, you, well, you know, uh, the first thing that happened was your 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 just face, to your, your your color law, and I don't know if you're on antibiotic. What what? Well, you... just so everyone knows, this is this is not a dangerous procedure, and it was nothing to do with the procedure. I'm just had to sleep on my back for five days, and that's not easy. I sleep on my side, so I was not sleeping. I was on two hours of sleep for five nights in a row, and I just got exhausted, and all of a sudden, because like you came out of the gate strong. And then I could just see the fatigue set in and, yeah. and, and your your face. And honestly, bro, swear to God, I thought you were going to faint. <laughs> did, did, you, did you have that? I felt like I was going to faint, yeah. I yeah. mean, like at one point, you like almost leaned down on your elbows. And, and Jim, <laughs> poor Jim Miller. Was he was sick scared. Jim Miller. I mean, I think he, because we didn't tell him about the hair. He didn't yeah. know about the hair. He didn't know anything. He didn't know anything. He came in, he sat and, down, and he's Jim's like, Doug's on drugs. <laughs> Jim's writing the definitive book on HBO. HBO. The question is... Creator Doug Ellen seems to have developed a drug problem, and it ain't just edibles, contrary to what you're... See, I was hoping that the other... I was hoping you were to say something else, like he thought I pulled like an MJ flu game, like I came back strong. No? I mean, if, I think if he would have known what you were what you were going through, I knew you were pulling an MJ I mean, you, you, but I you still hope, came back in totally. And when you oh, listen but I to see it, what you're saying though. when he you listen to drugs. it, <laughs> no, I'm just saying I don't think he fully understood what it was that you were going through, and especially since you had such a strong opening, and then at just some point, man, you just you just you just started slipping, and it was scary for a second. I was like, should we just stop this interview? I, I didn't know what to do. I appreciate, we got through it. I appreciate the concern, not as much as I'd appreciate. And then you had collage the, you on had your Instagram the, for my birthday, but and I then you it. had the velour suit. I mean, the whole thing was it, it, it was that got a big reaction too. By the way, that one piece suit is so comfortable i don't care what it looks like i mean i definitely i was walking down the street people were beeping at me they didn't know who i was they were just like eh, like i was like that's a dope, dope. that's a dope yeah. track suit. yeah it's not something i would normally wear but you know like, street cred for you these are crazy because life is changing you know what i'm getting for my birthday kev the real thing a I'm cameo getting? from kevin Della. oh well that's pretty good but i'm getting the vaccine i'm getting the you vaccine. are getting the vaccine I'm getting the vaccine now that i'm a senior i'm eligible <laughs> yeah, exactly well, you know, your 53rd birthday i'm getting the vaccine on my birthday so hopefully that will go well after i leave here and hopefully everything will be hopefully back to normal as soon as possible uh, listen i want you to get vaccinated because you get real stressed out coming to the office Doug, of Doug, yeah you look you took this thing seriously from the beginning and at this point to get COVID now would be nuts. Oh, right? That's my biggest worry is I leave here and I get to the Walgreens ready to go. And they're like, they're like you got eh, a fever mm, out. You're running a little <laughs> hot here, buddy. We're going to have to uh, punch you to next week. So, but anyway, just to finish off the hair, because I don't want to talk about it anymore, but it takes, you know, uh, people asked what I do. The term is called <laughs> a hair transplant. Is which, that what it's called? The dumbest, most awful term in the history of the world. How about a hair rejuvenation? Regenerator. How about a, regenerator, hair regenerator. A hair party. I mean, this is my natural. I think a hair party is not really. This is no different than the push-ups I'm doing to give me big guns. Kevin. You've this been laying is... off the push-ups. Uh, do I look different now? I, I just don't. I, I you can't lost do a little pop. You lost a little right, pop. That'll but be you're back. recovering. You're recovering. I can't do exercise right now. I Dude, got... listen. After seeing you the last episode, I, I just, I'm like, yo, Doug, just go home and relax. Get in <laughs> bed. Watch TV. Watch HBO Max. It's a great, great. The HBO Stop Ma- kissing their ass already at HBO ass. Max. And you know what I did watch, which I got sucked into, an ABC. See, this is disgusting. Uh, they, you know, I my house is nine houses this away. Is a, this from, is a great little piece of trivia. So nine but, pieces, nine houses away from the Menendez brothers is the house that I lived in for a decade. So the Menendez brothers was was a very, very, very famous early on tabloid journalism case where 
all day, every day, current affair, inside edition. It was all day, the Menendez, the trial, These the murder. These are two rich Beverly Hills kids who murdered their parents on Elm Drive in Beverly Hills with shotguns. And then it was a vicious, vicious murder. And and when you drive down this street, and, and I did it this weekend because we watched the, the 2020 on Saturday night. I wanted to show Zulai, by the way, on my, our way to church, we did a drive by the Menendez house, which is <laughs> it's weird. weird in itself. But, you know, it's you couldn't if you were going to drop a pin on a map of where you would want to live, you would want to live on Elm Street in Beverly Hills. It's absolutely two things. Beautiful. I'll say no, number one, it's Elm Drive. Number Elm two, Drive. number two, I lost that house in the divorce. So thank I knew you that. for bringing knew, that up. I know, no. I'm <laughs> saying it was a beautiful house. And we drove by and I'm like, and that was the house that Doug lived in for about two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> 10 years, 10 years I did it there. It was great. Um, but yeah, no. So I saw the Menendez things and the Menendez ABC, something about them on TikTok, right? What was your understanding? Well, two things. I just want to throw an aside in there. Just Google Eric Menendez because there's no better person on earth than Kevin Dillon to play him, by the way. He looks like him. Kevin Dillon, especially now. He would he kill could play it. the prison version. Of he would kill it. But Kevin Connolly. Of Eric Menendez. Lyle's the older brother. Yeah, Eric Menendez. The one with better the hair, younger by the way. One, right? Lyle Menendez would have done great with the hair transplant back By the way, in the day. they both need transplants because they're both super bald. I don't know about now. They don't offer those in prison. But Lyle Menendez, that might have been why he killed his parents because he was losing his hair in 18. That's no, tough. Well, you know that... Uh, Jose Menendez, right? They made him wear a wig. Did what? you see that? You didn't listen to that on ABC? You know what? I missed that because I didn't they, notice. I said, Jose's got a great head of hair. They That's made it. him, they were, because oh, no, no, no. he You're was an embarrassment. He made, he made Lyle wear a wig. Jose made Lyle. Yes, Jose, the father that they killed, made Lyle wear a wig because he was losing his hair. But that's what I'm telling you. If I Is that a form of abuse? Of course it's a form of abuse. But anyway, if we're going to get into that, we'll get into that in a second. Right. But We don't need to get into that. But no, 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 we can get into it. But what I'm saying is, is if like this hair thing at 18, of course, I mean, I had, of course. I had good hair into my deep 40s I, and it makes me really insecure. If I was 18 and my father was humiliating really me all the hard. time. Like your father, like you're not allowed out until you put this hair piece on. And back then there wasn't the regenerative, <laughs> whatever you're relabeling it. They just basically stuck a, they stuck Jose a would have had him at Dr. Ziering's office. It By the Immediately. Is Dr. Ziering like, did he refund you? Did you get, did you get any benefits? Like, do we get a free transplant for somebody? I mean, all you have done, you must have done well. I, I, I made no deals with Dr. Ziering. All did he, I, have you heard from him? Yeah, yeah. He's, he he's, bottle he of, bottle of, he said he heard the podcast. Opus. I want nothing from him except for my hair. So I don't want him <laughs> like, stressed listen. out that we're making deals. I just want him to get me my fucking hair back. Right, That's it. Like, listen, like, we're going to put a pin in this conversation until I see what happens with this. Hair. Yeah. And then, you know, so the point I wanted to get to, I know everything about. About that case. I've seen it a thousand times. So do I. 2020 sucks me in by saying they're now TikTok stars and how it's changed everything. So that's why I watched it hour and 50 minutes before they even mentioned TikTok, which apparently people on TikTok want to get them out of jail. The younger generation has discovered the case. Now TikTok is re-looking at it, but... And you want them out of jail, too. You said No, it. no, no. Listen, what they did was... I mean, It's so hard to wrap my head around, and honestly, if you're listening to this and you don't know what we're talking about, you know, this was pre-OJ Simpson. This was so big. This case was so big. It was just... I, it, it, it's insane. It was like the biggest thing. It was probably the first of the big ones, right? I mean... Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was everywhere. What they did was so horrific. To, I mean, but you we, know, to kill your mother and your father okay, with shotguns. What is your feeling on it? You want them out of jail or not? No, no, I will. I will. I wasn't. But like you, I was so 
Also, too, which we'll talk about. You, I, Doug, I am so hooked on Shark Tank. I, in You're my opinion, away. in my opinion, okay. well, no, because it aired together. Okay. In my opinion, Shark Tank is the best network show on television. I'm sorry. I agree. On on Saturday night, I sat and I watched all of Shark Tank live with commercials. When and you know what I do now? I don't look at my phone. And then on commercial breaks, I go through Instagram and I do what I got to do. Like the old school days, Except right? the birthday collage. Except never the birthday collage. But I, I watched two hours of Shark Tank or an hour of Shark Tank with commercials. Yeah. And then I settled in very excited because there's a break in, in the Menendez case. And it's an hour and 50, like you said, with commercials. And to get to a two-minute segment about people re-examining the case on TikTok. So they they pulled the bait and switch. I guess they just re-air it every 10 years. Well, my thing is, look, and I think I used to talk about this when I did stand-up. The idea of one kid killing their parents, okay, that's bad. The idea of two getting together and going like, hey, like if me and you were brothers. And I was like, hey, Kev, what what do you want to do today? (laughs) How about we kill the folks, you know? Obviously, some bad shit went on in that house. Whether they were abused. Whether they were abused or just bullied, whatever it was. But it doesn't matter. They could have left, one. Number two, they then went and just started spending the money. And it's not like... And they were criminals before that. They were robbing people's houses. It's not like they did the old, you know, Drano and the Martini either. They came in with shotguns and just cut their parents in half and it's such a vicious crime it's a lot of anger the problem i mean it's, it's incomprehensible anger to your point that one of the brothers couldn't talk the other one out of it right and they're right where they belong and they will die there what what the tiktok sentiment is and you know again i don't want to get i didn't say this this is what was said on 2020 that if uh based on the allegations abuse in 2021 they would have gotten uh, a lighter sentence. And by that, they would have been out of jail after 35. If they were the Menendez, I, again, this is not me, 2020. If they were the Menendez sisters, they would be out of jail. I don't agree. The The crime is vicious. But the other thing, too, what happens to a family home like that, Doug? Do, do they sell the house? I mean, I uh, grant that I drove by the house and there was just Bentleys and cars. Like, they're living their best life oh, yeah. in that house. People now, is that a family house. house, or did they sell that? Like, You know what? I don't remember who moved in there, but I wouldn't buy that house. I well, mean, every eight times a day, you got a bunch of strangers out in front of your house. Like, oh, I could, the care less. I could care less if there were no strangers in front of the house. I could never live in a house where two people got executed in the living room. I mean, that's just... Right. I don't know. It's does just that, not a place I'd want to live. Stupid question, but does that... I would be curious to know what that house sold for and what it's worth. It's got to be take a big hit in value, right? Who would move in there? Yeah, but someone will buy it. That house is worth 15 plus is what that house is worth today. Right, million. but you're, you'll be buying the Menendez house. You walk in and that, it yeah. happened in the foyer. I, I don't know. And I'm with, with the you. guys. You remember when the guys were looking for a house? Would they have bought that house at a discount? Would Turtle have been like, we can get this house at a discount? No. No. They, they I, yeah, I couldn't. And they, he would not let that happen. But I want to go back to Shark Tank now that you said it, because I that's what I watch every day on uh, the treadmill. And I'm so upset because I'm out of episodes. I've seen every episode of Shark Tank. And it brings me to what's going on with you. I've brought you sharks who want to put money into Action Park Media. Right. And what? tell me where we're at. Well, a couple things. Um, we're going to have the sharks in. We're going to have the sharks in for an episode. But once again, I, I got to have Dylan. As I, I got to have Dylan in, in, for in the muscle? room. For muscle? For muscle. Okay. For backup. So we got Jake Steinfeld, who's my my friend for 20 years, who has... Um, was Long body, Island guy. Long, Long Island, Island guy. guy, Baldwin, who was bodied by Jake, one of the biggest uh, fitness people in the world in the 80s, 90s. And he's built 
incredible businesses. He's got that don't quit protein shake coming out any minute, which is great. But he wants to invest in Kevin Connolly. Do you think you're able to close a deal? Do you want to close a deal? Of course I want to close a deal. So what do you want? What do you want to do with? Because just so the audience knows, again, we started out as like three schmucks sitting in this office and all of a sudden things are are happening. We got to deal with this new app that we'll talk about next week when the money shows up because we're waiting on cash. But we got that going. I'm getting animated versions of Kevin Dillon and Kevin Connolly because I have an idea for a little show that I think is going to be great. And I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to pay for it myself and I'm going to animate you. Do you want to be involved in what you look like? Uh, well, I have to say that well, I will have to split that animation with you because it's partly my property. Right? Oh, maybe. Yeah, but no, we'll, but I, listen, we'll, we'll, I, dude, see you look, I, I come on. We'll it would be what would be better and quite frankly, easier than doing uh, a cartoon animated cartoon of us doing the podcast. I mean, I think it's a great idea. But I mean, I think there's so much bigger things that can be done. I've been saying for 20 years, Dylan was a cartoon. You know, another reason, HBO, let's just make it clear. Johnny Drama, Johnny Bananas could have been the Entourage spinoff, would have been amazing. And I love BoJack Horseman, but it's pretty similar to what the idea was for Johnny Bananas. Johnny Bananas was this angry actor who couldn't get anywhere in the form of a gorilla. BoJack Horseman is a horse. I am not suggesting that I had anything to do with that show whatsoever. I'm just saying that Johnny Bananas would have been a very good show, and HBO ignored it like uh, it was from a hack. So, Johnny you know. Bananas with Dice and Dylan would have been And not Johnny Bananas who sued me. What happened to that guy? I thought you were doing a podcast with him. Yeah, he's tough to nail down. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't make a deal. We couldn't make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, amazing how many people I hear about their legal limbos, including Jeremy, which Jeremy Piven, his podcast has got some legal holdups. We're all looking forward I, to hearing it. I could it. get him out of that. Well, why don't you call him? How you live in Piven? How how you live in J. Piven? He should bring it here. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't want to do that anyway. We'll see. If I can get Piven over here, do I get a a chunk of this or what do I get? Yeah, I could cut you in. I could cut you in on a a piece of it. I'm going to call Piven today and you know what I'm going to say? How you live in J. Piven. How you live in J. Piven. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what the other thing too about the Sharks, last thing about the Sharks is here's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about, I have an, an idea for the creative of Action Park, right? We got Victor, we got some other stuff. I know you don't like to talk about other things that happening. Is, that is ridiculous. I talk about it more than you do. I just said I don't like the commercials. I fucking brought Robbie Berger on, made him a fucking hero. I talk about Ethan all the time, who I don't even know if Ethan knows who I am. Of course Why is Ethan not on this podcast? We should, we can get Ethan, we can get anytime. Well, we we have right, no one. See the empty today. chair? There's, Ethan could have been sitting there today. We are looking at it. Ethan's got chair. a great podcast, American Glutton, which <laughs> right. especially now that you say my body's not popping like it was a week ago, <laughs> I need to talk to you. I want to do, I want to get deeper into the long form kind of stuff, I'm right? With you. So, what the thing of the thing that worries me is a board, and then like all of a sudden I get overruled by the board, and eh, I don't want to get overruled. Do by you the board. really listen to Shark Tank when you watch it? Of course, because what you are, this is not a knock on you, you're a control freak who's scared to let go. But you know there's too much happening and you can't handle it all. So, and I'm not suggesting, I will never sell you that Jake is the right guy or not because then I'm, I on, the, I think, I'm on the hook. Right. But uh, Jake, who I know for 20 years, is just great people. Right. And if it can work, obviously that would make me happy. But I don't like, you know, people heard you. At one point you said that I was trying to hijack the company. <laughs> Okay, so they heard it and they said, don't, you know, Connolly thinks you're trying to hijack the company. So do you understand I, what I'm saying about the board? I understand what you're saying about everything. Last thing I want to do is be like, all right, I'm doing this podcast and go, man, you know, the board, we spoke to the board and the board. That's the only kind of stuff that sort of makes me nervous. But I, I think we're going to be able to make a deal wow. with, with these exciting. guys. exciting. I wonder yeah, what that means for me. But. It's exciting. It uh, doesn't mean much. Right, for you. Well, no, then, no, it'll mean, it'll right. mean something. We're going to get a little into a, a little more of that after the break. 
All right, welcome back, Victor, the podcast, the we don't know what we're doing episode because somehow we couldn't <laughs> we get lost Ethan Suplee here. We today. lost a guest. Well, let's talk about uh, Action Park, the APM Film Festival. We strung all the movies together, and it's like five hours long of three-minute movies. Okay. So I'm going to break it down. We're going to do it an hour, hour at a time, making notes, and we're going to see everybody's movies. Um, I'm going to narrow it down. And then when Dylan gets back, we're gonna we're all gonna get together. We're gonna watch the movies, but there are some good ones. And as I mentioned, this is why Connolly is a control freak. He hasn't shared any of this, so he's spending five hours now. The board might say to you, Kevin, we really can't have our CEO spending five hours watching crappy short films. Now, I'm not suggesting you, you just said you you saying they're crappy. Just I am you? not suggesting that all of them are crappy. I get because you showed me one; it was fantastic. I guarantee there are a few really course, bad ones. Of course, but there are some good ones. But I'm but getting all these messages. I like to do it at night. Like I like to do it at night when I'm unwinding with my, you know, Johnny Blue. Sit back, put it, throw it up, airdrop it on the big screen. I so like you're to watch. watching these people's hard work drunk. Is that what you're talking? About? No, I'm, I'm, I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. <laughs> okay. I'm loose. So I'm loose. I just want to clear up some things because I get DMs, and I this is Connolly really did this film festival. This is him. The deadline was March 31st. Yeah, it's the over. deadline's over. Right. The winner's going to get a thousand dollars, and Connolly's going to actually use his Instagram to post and promote this guy, girl, girl. who wins. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a few of them, and obviously we'll have to pick. A winner, but there's going to be a bunch of these that people just have to see because they it really and, and and granted, you know, I'm a filmmaker at heart, but I've had a blast. And for every one where you kind of roll your eyes about it being like whatever, there's really smart, talented people out there. Doug, we joked around, but we're going, yeah. One I saw was great. Do, would, would you and I be able to? Do, ours probably wouldn't be that. I don't good know. As, I'm out of the filmmaking game. As, I'm in the podcast business now. But speaking of winners, did you watch the UCLA? I mean, uh, Gonzaga game, unbelievable. And like this kid sucks. The, the shot, the play, which I thought the shot, I thought the block and the pass was one of the great plays in the history of college basketball. But you know what I thought more? Did you watch the interview with him after? I didn't. Oh, my God. This kid is a fucking superstar. Humble. Everything was like, this is what you dream of when you're a kid and the whole team and the whole thing. And it was really like the best of college basketball. When I was growing up, that's what it was. Are we watching that clip like the Christian Leitner, Grand Hill? Like we're watching that clip for 20 years. Yeah, especially if they win. I mean, that's. I would have to hear like Bill Simmons talk, but that's top three college basketball plays ever. If it was in the finals game, it w- it would be the number one pick. And if they were down a point, but it's still top three plays ever. Yeah, you and- love Bill Simmons. I do like Bill you Simmons. Love Bill Simmons. Should we try to get him on the podcast? I mean, that would be nice. We should get on his podcast. More well, importantly. all right. So also too, let's talk about, and maybe uh, the audience can weigh in on this. Entourage doesn't have to be on, on directly related to Entourage, but Entourage Universe. You know, we got Labar. That was a good one. We got Adam Davies, Jordan Belfi. That was a good one. We're going to have Autumn Reeser. We've had We're going to get Carla. We've had everybody. Who were we missing? We had Dom. We got so many people. Paul Ben Victor. But I mean, we have so many people. Right. Paul uh, Ben Victor seems to be a highly coveted. We'll get Paul Ben Victor, who's been in a million things on the, right. on the wire. Um, I actually DM'd him. He didn't respond. <laughs> so we, <laughs> so we had an off, we had a, we had an off day, but this has been good to kind of catch up. We're going to get it back. Look, I'm post-op. We're keeping it calm. What? A, oh boy. What? Stand by. We have gotten a redo after a complaint filed about the cameo. A redo? What do you mean? A redo. We filed for a redo for on Kevin Dillon. On set? Dylan redid on, my birthday on message? On set. Here it is. Let's play it. Yo, Doug. It's Johnny Drama here. Hey, your partner, Kevin, wanted me to wish you a happy 53rd birthday. And you uh, started a podcast. You know what? So did I. It's not easy, bro. I'm telling you, it's not easy. Anyway, 
Here's to you. Don't find yourself in any kind of weird Jess Mancini situation after your birthday party tonight, all right? Here's to you, Doug. Happy birthday, brother. You know, he, I mean, it's real, it's real good. The guy's talented. He has no idea that's us. I, I, he has I no idea it's us. It's unbelievable. I just don't know if he's fucking with us or what, or what the deal is there. <laughs> I mean, and the fact that we can't text him. So he's getting the cameos, but his text messages are green. So does cameo have a better internet? Thing I don't know. Or maybe it's an email. Maybe I should try to email him. I don't know. I don't think about it. Dylan as an email guy. Kevin Dylan does not have email. Not email. But no. I know him. Right. Well, he must. He's got it for cameo. So All right, that's well, it. Book your uh, Kevin Dylan cameo. And, uh, you and know. maybe, by the way, if you want Kevin Connolly on cameo, let him know this is what I had to do to get him on Entourage. I basically had a lie and promise him that I could give him the part at dinner. So I said, he said, I don't want to come in and embarrass myself, not get it. I said, you'll get it. Don't worry. And then I went home and go, what if this guy doesn't get it? But now I'm saying you'll tell Connolly if you would actually pay. How much would people pay to say get a happy birthday from Kevin Connolly? I don't know. Not as much as Dylan. You figure Dylan's penciled in at three fifty. I mean, I don't know. I'm a two hundred guy. Maybe I'll give you two hundred bucks to do a birthday collage for me on your Instagram. How about that? Would that be great? That that's not going to happen. And by the way, that's exactly the point. Like, I, it, it could be a moment where I'm like, yeah, let's do it. But I don't know, man. They build, you know. And th- that's the other thing. I don't want to do it. And then if I signed up and I wasn't getting requests, then my feelings would be rehurt. So just. Uh, I'm sensitive, and so are you. You're sensitive. I don't, I'm not even saying I'm worth a nickel. I don't want to be on it. Anyway, what would you say? I, I'm not going to sell myself to Cameo. What the fuck is, what would I say? I'm well, not on trial here. But I'm here, not famous. You are. You're yeah, the but, but here's the thing. You usually have to have like a thing. Like Dice will do the nursery rhyme. I don't have a thing. Dylan talks about Jess Mancini. Uh, whatever. Everybody, I'll, I'll, Ari do my, Gold I'll do has my void. is. Happy birthday is. Uh, I don't know where you got so upset about that one thing. And you also exposed your weakness. Which is what? By telling everybody well. how you fear those Apple reviews. He I knew that. First of all, I don't fear him. I was just suggesting to our audience and that it helps us to get good ones. And everything we're trying to do here, build our community. If Entourage happens again or give you more content. So if you like what we're doing, spread the word. You know how easy it is if Connolly doesn't post on Instagram. But you know how easy it is to just hit that little flag, forwarded people, let people know about the, the thing. Anyway, I feel, get, I feel like I let you down today without a guest. Well, I, Grenier let me down. So anyway... The good news is, Kevin, I'm going to get my vaccine. I'm going to go have a great dinner with Sarah Sanderson and my kids. So I want to say, uh, everybody Happy out there. Happy birthday to Doug. Thank you. And if I'm not speaking the way you like it, send me nice suggestions. I'll do my best to try to be. Uh, for all of you that nasty, call me a prick for saying the word is, go fuck yourself. Anyway, you got anything it's else? It's a very charming way to tab <laughs> off this. Uh, go fuck. Yeah, by the way, that's a social clip. He's like snarling. You could go fuck. Fuck yourself. <laughs> Fucking, you're so mad about this guy. I'm Who knows who this I'm guy I'm mad is? that I'm 53. I'm 50 fucking three. With an amazing I was, head of hair. When I was doing stand-up comedy, they used to Doug, how long me. did you do stand-up comedy for? Like a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it went you talk well. about it a lot. You Listen, talk about it a lot. I, I, we have not seen video. Do you have video? I have plenty of video, number one. Number two, it started my entire career because Mike DeLuca, president, Oscar-winning producer who was VP Saw of the line. I was like, this guy's hilarious. No, he, I'm not going to say he... You see how he insults me like this? I'm stock tip. <laughs> Where is stock tip? Did you hear how he insulted me? What happened was I was in the mailroom at New Line Cinema. I handed out flyers to everyone who worked there. Please come see me. I'm raising money for a short film. And Mike DeLuca came to that show and wrote me a check out of his own pocket and nice said, him. here's $10,000. I was going to buy a motorcycle. Instead, I'm giving you this. 
That film, it's online. David Schwimmer, Ernie Hudson, uh, Johnny Silverman, Helen Martin. And uh, we sold it to Showtime, and it got me into the American Film Institute. More importantly, where are we with the Charlie Sheen? I got a text message from Charlie Sheen today. He wants to sit down and talk about the show we were talking about. Chuck so Sheen. I'm excited. Chuck, Chuck Sheen. Sheen. Yeah. Do you think anybody wants to buy that show? You know what? I, for Trump, Charlie, whether they want anything from me, that's a different issue. You know? Right. I mean, listen, like, funny is funny, right? I mean, I don't know. Charlie... I don't know. He looked good. He left a really good impression on me that day. He was awesome. And right. I'm excited to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. But Can anyway, I come? Yeah. You want to come? Can I come? Does that mean that? You're like, a producer? I mean, as a, in a producerial role. What I do, you do. Okay? Really? What okay. I do, you do. You're in. And uh, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to dinner. I'm going to get a vaccine. I'm a little nervous, but I'm getting the vaccine today. You're going to be sick. I'm going to wish myself a little you're happy gonna, birthday. You're going to get sick. sick. I'm saying goodbye. Happy birthday. Everybody, We've thank spent you. a lot of birthdays together. We have. We've had some good times. But... And to the victory audience, ugh, I, let, I, let, I blew it. I dropped the ball. You know, we didn't have a guest. We didn't have a guest. And way, not only not... that, we did, not only do we not have a guest, we don't have Dylan or a guest. I want to explain something else. Boring the audience. Clearly, we're not going to end this because Conley doesn't want to go. He's definitely bored today. But we're not a guest show. I don't want people to think we have I guests. Know that. But right. Kevin Dillon is our regular. So that we're supposed to have. So right. Like if Dillon were here right now, it wouldn't be a big deal that we didn't have a guest. But we when it's like you and I, when it's just you and I looking at each other, it's weird. We like, should have got a manual for my birthday. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. And you know what? Also, we should have cameo from a We should have played the birthday card. What's the birthday card? Like, hey, it's Doug's birthday. Come on the podcast. We could have gotten anybody. We couldn't get Adrian. I played that card. I fucking posted it. He <laughs> no, but me. I mean, listen, there are a lot of entourage alum out there that we got to get. We got to just start getting aggressive. Is there get any, aggressive. All right. Last thing before I go. Is there any other cameo you're willing to buy me for my birthday today? I mean, after that fucking stinker that we paid through to see. And I, and I love it. It's, I don't know. I, I what think, does Emmanuel go for? Buy me an Emmanuel happy birthday. I Emmanuel. I love it. Like we're talking about baseball cards. I think an Emmanuel cameo will run you about 250 two less than dylan less than dylan i look dylan Dylan's a also big, too big, if you look name. on dylan's cameo page he's got a he's got a viking quest helmet on like <laughs> he dylan, plays into it dylan is in character and also too the other thing about me not doing cameo is i don't have a catchphrase what am i what am i supposed to say like hey happy birthday joe you know i'll be sure to tell sloan you said what up <laughs> like well, well i have yeah, no catchphrase that kind of works well jeremy that, but that's what people would want is jeremy me. on Cameo? Jeremy's on Cameo. He charges nine million bucks. No, but my guess is that he does a lot of Lloyds and a lot of, you know what I mean? It's What does Jeremy cost? I think Jeremy's probably the same as Dylan. So you didn't look, you didn't go, you know what? I'm going to buy Doug a bunch of these. You just thought one was enough? What you, (laughs) what is, should I have gotten separate cameos from everybody on the cast? I I don't know. Would have been Should have gotten five underwhelming videos? Last year, Sarah, remember? She made a great video for me, my girlfriend. She got all my friends, not all my friends, but there was like a hundred people. Was that a year ago already? God, that was at the height of the pandemic. Oh man. She got a great video and and all these great people did it for free, actually. Did I make the cut? Yeah, you made the cut. I made the cut, right? You made the cut. Everyone made the cut, and there was some there were some poor performances in there, but everyone made the cut. And uh, anyway, I got Dylan's cameo. If you want to get me a manual, or even have her call me, it'll be great because she probably doesn't say, know it's my birthday. Yeah, she doesn't know it's your birthday. Anyway, all right, that wraps up an episode of Victory the Podcast. Spread the word. We're gonna have some great guests coming up, and we're gonna have Dylan, and we're gonna talk episodes. Stop <laughs> giving us a hard time. We're gonna talk one day in the valley, which is a big one when Dylan comes back, and I will have a guest in this chair on Friday. Write it down. Have a good day, Victory. Three, <laughs> <laughs>